Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. I am the overseer of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, this project is one of our audio art projects, and this is our podcast entitled Heal the Sick, where we discuss the topic of just that, of healing the sick. And we uh, we get into some areas that are a bit touchy with people, a bit controversial with people, and uh, there's always a lot of uncertainty and just... Uh, we're not always sure what to think of some of these topics. And as I like to point out to you, that we have to have these discussions. We have got to talk about this and get it out there. And what we're we're finding is that there's a lot of different thoughts, a lot of different ideas, and we have to kind of all share together because we will eventually come to the truth. We will eventually come into a fullness of things. And this is no exception, today's program. Now, today's topic is going to be what you may have heard of as deliverance and what that is is casting out unclean spirits in a in a simple definition of it now of course is a little deeper than that and there's other elements to it but when jesus told you to cast out spirits this is what he was talking about now that topic has been very controversial in the church today and over the years has just caused a lot of uh uh, a lot of debates let's say but today's guest uh, actively functions in that. He is a healing and deliverance minister, also has experience with street ministry in the Oceanside, California area today, and he's going to be discussing the topic with us, Mr. Steve Harmon on the phone. Steve, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. That's a pleasure to have you here. And when we always open up the show with a big testimony of some kind. So can you give us a testimony or a story of a deliverance that would totally flip people out? What do you got? Uh, I had one time where I was doing this, and I was actually doing it on Skype. Okay, And uh, you can do a lot just by you know people listening to the audio of your voice, because your voice carries, because your voice carries in the spirit realm. That's why Jesus says there's power of life and death in your tongue. Um, so I actually do a lot of deliverance over Skype. Well, this one in particular, um, I was praying for this guy, and he started to, you know, manifest. Manifest, defining what that is. It's basically the demon starts taking over your body. Um, now there's there's different levels of what that can look like. The basic common form of that is like feeling like a fire or tightness in your chest or stomach or on the back of your neck. Um, you can feel maybe movement inside of you, things like that, physical, physical stuff. Um, uh, but that's your basic form of manifestation, but then it can progress and it can get to the point where the demon actually begins to take over your, your physical action, your motor, motor skills, and you're moving your arm, moving your hand. And, and and sometimes he can talk through your vocal cords. He can get on your vocal cords and start talking. And and basically, it would be like the person is going back into a trance. Sometimes when, when it gets to that level, the person can hear what's going on around them. They can see, obviously, through their eyes. But it's almost, it's, it's pretty surreal. Uh, they would describe that as being like, like you're watching a movie. You're not in control, though. But you're watching a movie through your own eyes, and you're not in control of your body. And then sometimes people will go completely out, and it's almost like they're unconscious. They won't remember a thing, what happened. Well, 
I was praying over this guy, and he started going into that that state, and the demon was uh, fully manifested. But he 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 was cognizant; he can he could see and hear what's going on. But the demon was in was in uh, had a, had a lot of control over. Him. And so as I'm praying, the demon starts to he starts to mess with me. He's talking through his vocal cords, and he's he's saying a lot of stuff. And and and, and you wouldn't think about it, but they talk trash. They, they, uh, you know, they'll do everything what they can to try to discourage you. And well, he pushes the laptop uh, lid down to where the can I couldn't see on the camera on Skype. And and then I tell him the demon to pull it up. I go, you pull it up. I had to say it a couple times. He's just being real defiant. And then he pulls the thing up, and then I see him choking himself. <laughs> I see. I literally, he's got his own hands around his neck, and the demon's choking him with his own hands. And I go, get your hands off him right now. And I said it a couple times, and he took his hands off, and he's and the demon starts laughing. Then another time happened, the demon pulls it down again, and then he, I tell him to pull back up the lid of the of the laptop screen, and then he's got a pillow over his face, and he's trying to smother him, literally trying to smother him. And uh, and I tell him to take it off, and the demon's just he's, he's like I said, being being real stubborn, mischievous, and all that. Then he's sitting there. All of a sudden, he gets up out of his chair and then runs out of the room. And I'm going, "Oh crap!" <laughs> <laughs> he's he's uh, he, he's actually in a dorm room. This guy's in a dorm room, and I'm thinking he's going to run out of the dorm room fully manifested. So uh, let me just give you a quick little back history. Uh, I started interacting with angels when I started doing deliverance. And, uh, I mean, that, that's a whole other issue. I mean, part of the thing is that I mean, we can really use our angels, and I haven't, uh, I, I've talked a little about, bit about this to people and about how to utilize angels, but um, this was a, a time where I did it. Uh, when, so when he went off and he started doing that, I said to my angel, I said, get him right now, grab him, and, and bring him back to the chair. All of a sudden, I see him backpedaling, uh, shuffling backwards hunched over like he's being held and then thrown into the chair. And my angel put him in that chair mm. and, and then held him there. And then, uh, we just, after, after we, you know, made the demon submit after a good amount of time, then we finally got the demon to come out and it was a couple other ones and, and they were gone. Wow. So, so yeah, that was one. Okay, now I, I could ask about a million follow up questions of this. I got to be <laughs> very, uh, very strategic in where I go with this one. So, um, here's a couple questions. Let's let's go like this. What is the biggest misconception that Christians have about deliverance? <laughs> so many, <laughs> so many. I I, I I I talked about this the other day. Um, when we think we talk about demons or deliverance, we uh, there's always been this teaching in church by by people who I love and respect. But those people who I love and respect and have a lot of experience in healing and, and the mood, power of God don't have a lot of experience in deliverance. And, um, I mean, they, they've, been in, they've sat in on deliverances. They've done a couple of them. Uh, doing three or four deliverances or five or even ten doesn't really qualify or really say that, hey, you, you figured it out. When you start getting in the hundreds, you're going to see that all cases are not the same. And um, 
so when I was doing this, uh, um, I, I, well, when I started doing it, the, the flack that you'll get is you're you're putting so much focus on the devil, focusing on the demons, and you're and it almost it's almost like they're implying that you're worshiping them. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're making too much of an emphasis. I mean, Jesus never says to not make the enemy an emphasis. Uh, uh, well, to emphasize the enemy in in, in an area when we're doing um, deliverance and uh, you know inner healing and we're doing this stuff, we're gonna have we're gonna run into demons. We're gonna have, you know we're gonna go in there when we're trying to get people set free. We're gonna run into demons, and it's important to know your enemy. And in the church, we got we got this idea that if you're you're into this, all of a sudden the demon's gonna get glory, Satan's gonna get glory, and Satan wants to have glory. Satan doesn't care about you giving him glory. He wants to destroy you. That's what he's there, to kill, steal, and destroy. He's not about trying to get human beings to worship him. You know, even Satanists said, you know, do this stuff, and, you know, he's just using them as tools, and then he'll kill them off. Uh, the thing is that Satan is not about trying to get glory from all this. He does, when we talk about demons, he is, he is he's not going to try to get you to... Uh, you know, to, to to make him the emphasis. He wants to scare you from doing deliverance, and he's going to try to just pull you out of it. That's why a lot of times when you start doing deliverance, you're going to get attacked. People go, you know, people say, if you start doing deliverance, you're going to have a lot of attack, and the enemy is going to come after you. Well, yeah, it's just like if you're trying to stop the local gang in the city, you bet you they're going to come back at you, and you're going to try to intimidate you to back off so they can keep doing what they're doing. It's the same thing in deliverance. Uh, This just comes with the territory. And Jesus says you're going to have affliction, persecution, and it's going to be from demonic powers, and it's going to be these things that are going to try to stop you. But Satan is not about glory. If, uh, you know, uh, another part of that misconception is when a a demon manifests, people think that a demon is manifesting, he's trying to get all this attention, he's trying to distract everybody and all this. Demons do not want attention. They want you to believe they don't exist, because if they, if you believe they don't exist, then you're always going to go on an ever-ending, ever-ending quest to find the source of the problem inside of you. And you'll just medicate yourself, you'll go to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for counseling and all this stuff, and you'll never get the help that you need. And because they want you to think that you are the problem, you have this problem, and it's a natural thing, they don't want you to believe it's spiritual. If you believe it's spiritual, then you're going to go at it. And I always use this... Uh, analogy, it's like if you're in a forest and your enemy is shooting at you with the gun, you want to know where that gun is sh- uh, coming from so you can stop the bullets coming at you. Mm-hmm. And and, you, and if it's in dense forest, you can't see, and you just keep getting shot, and all of a sudden you see a spark, you see a, a you know a little flame, and you know and you you spotted where the the, the the shot came from, and then you'll start pointing your gun in that direction. That's what we're doing. Satan doesn't want you to know where he doesn't want you to know he exists. He doesn't want you to know this stuff. When, it, when a demon manifests, it's because the glory of God made that thing manifest. They do not want to manifest. If they wanted to manifest, atheists would be manifesting demons all over the place. Mm. And, uh, you know, people would, and, you know, Walmarts and, and uh, grocery stores, they would be manifesting all over the place. If demons wanted it to get this glory, that has always been preached about. They don't want glory. They want to stay hidden. They don't want to believe you they exist because they can keep controlling you. Covert and being uh, under the radar is the, is the uh, it always will give an enemy an advantage. And it's how you can manipulate and control, and nobody will even know what's happening. Wow. So 
that's uh, I believe that's just one of the biggest misconceptions in the church. And you know, mm-hmm. I, obviously there is a uh, you don't want to overly emphasize because we've seen certain ministries, at least I've seen in Deliverance, where it's like constant and they forget about the relationship with God. And yeah, and so people will usually look at that, those extremes, and go, "See, that's what we don't. That's why we don't want to get in Deliverance is because this is the result." It's like, no, let's. Jesus says they cast out demons, so let's figure out how to not go into that extreme, but maintain what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, listeners, this is uh, this is kind of information. Like I said, we have to talk about and we have to get it out there. And uh, we're actually a little long on our break here, so we're going to take our first break of the program today. We're talking with Steve Harmon, a healing deliverance minister in the Oceanside, California area. And when we come back, we're going to hear about his background and experience and how he got involved with us. Keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast, and we will be, we will be back momentarily. Hello listeners, Million here. Right now, Dominion Fire is working on several creative projects, including this radio program and our new music project called Acoustic Fire. In addition, our ministry not only serves the prayer and healing needs of the Las Vegas area, but we are also working closely with churches in East Pakistan and Christian orphanages in South India. This ministry is committed to bringing divine healing, the presence and love of God, and the message of dominion, power, and authority to all corners of the earth. If this program and our guests have blessed you or encouraged you, then we ask you to consider financially supporting this ministry as a monthly partner. For more information, please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter, lowercase with no spaces, and read more about what we do, including our plans and intentions. There are a variety of monthly options to bless this work so that we can in turn bless many, many others. Thank you for considering us and for helping to bring healing to a world that's eagerly waiting. Again, that's www.dominionfire.com. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Listeners, back on the Heal the Sick Podcast, Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N, and uh, thanks for listening, thanks for joining us, and uh, thanks for keeping with us here on the program. The numbers are constantly growing, so we, we thank you, and uh, please make sure you spread the word, let people know that we are out here, and you can find us at dominionfire.com on the web. You can also find us at facebook.com slash dominionfire, twitter.com slash dominionfire, and my personal Twitter is twitter.com slash healingminister, and uh, we also have stuff on YouTube and Instagram, which you're welcome to go check out as well and uh, kind of keep track with the various uh, creative arts and divine healing things that we are involved in, so including this program. And uh, today's program, getting back to our subject at hand, is the topic of deliverance and how demons function and operate. And joining us on the phone to discuss this is a healing and deliverance minister uh, in the Oceanside, California area, Mr. Steve Harmon. And uh, Steve, would you please tell the audience a little bit about your background, experience, and how you got involved in all this? I just grew up in basic evangelical American church, um, came to the Lord at 21, and um, I would usually tell people I used to be a Christian, but then I met Jesus. <laughs> you know, grew up in the church, walked away at 13 and came back, but it was just, Lord just did some amazing things, but I always had a hunger for just seeing uh, God move, just seeing the power of God, just more than just going to church once a week, you know, uh, you know, and just trying to live a good life the rest of that time. Um, so 
I started seeing God do miracles around 2008. I went to a, a, a missionary trip to Africa, went to Malawi, where I started seeing God do a lot of amazing things, and and I was always hungry for that. I was just going after it. And then I started just working, kept working in healing for the next three years or so. And uh, and then I got to a point um, when I was like going out on the streets. I got to a point, I started asking God, why in the world am I not seeing everybody get healed? Why, why, why do we see lots of ankle injuries or joint injuries get healed on a regular basis, but when it comes to diseases? It's a whole other ballgame. Uh, we will see them get healed, but it's nothing to the frequency like we do with joint injuries and things like that. And so I just kept asking the why question. I was always always told to not ask the why question because you don't want to accuse God of not wanting to heal. But when you know God wants to heal, and you know, and you're not going to come to that conclusion that He doesn't want to, then you want to know why it's not happening so you can figure out how to do it when you know it's God's will to heal. So I just kept asking that. And one day I just walked by a person this girl, and she started to manifest, and, and nobody was going to do anything about it, so I just started praying for her and, you know, commanding that thing to come out. It didn't come out. <laughs> and I'm like going, what the heck? Why did it come out? I have the authority of Jesus Christ in me. You know, I'm a son of God. Why isn't this thing coming out? <laughs> and uh, I remember we got four of the five demons out, and I remember posting it, and somebody just said to me, you go, Steve, uh, why don't you just use your authority to get that other one out? I'm like, you obviously haven't done deliverance before. <laughs> you know, if it was that easy and that magical, um, I think we would have every disease um, nailed on on the planet, you know, and, and everybody would be set free. So, but obviously that's not happening. So, uh, I, that's when I really started getting into it. Uh, after that, um, I started telling people, and, and they go, well, "Why don't you pray over me?" And I started praying over them. They started manifesting demons. I mean, these are spirit-filled Christians that love Jesus, and, yeah, I mean, that's a whole other issue, you know, uh, can a Christian have a demon? Absolutely, that's all, that's all you do deliverance on. I mean, there's no no real point to do a, a deliverance on an unbeliever, if unless they're going to be coming to Jesus. Uh, you're just going to do damage to them. Huh. But uh, deliverance is, is really the cleaning up process, and I think the, people, the reason why a lot of people get confused over this is because of the issue of their thinking in their mind, how could Jesus and a demon live in the same body? Well, it's because the Church doesn't ever talk about spirit, soul, and body, and, and, and so we have very little understanding on that. Jesus lives in your spirit, in your spirit, man. Demons can inhabit your soul and in your body. That's why we can get sick. We're not supposed to be getting sick, but we do, mm. after the cross. And so it's, it's, it's those issues of, of why we, there's, so much, there's so much of a lack of understanding on this, er, this area that's that's what just would start to blow me away. I was like, wow, how in the world is I, this person manifested the Holy Spirit right then, and, and then 10 minutes later, a demon was coming out of him. <laughs> I was like, blew away a lot of my theology. Mm. Um, you know, this wasn't because... I, I think a lot of times people get really irritated when they hear people say that Christians could have demons, but the ones who are usually saying it are the ones who never do deliverance. Mm. Um, the ones who are saying it are the ones who do this on a regular basis, and then the Christians who have the demons removed from them. <laughs> so... Wow. Yeah, that's pretty much in a nutshell how it all stopped or started off for me. So now a couple follow-up questions on what you were just sharing is that um, uh, the young lady you were talking about, where she, it was four of the five. Um, how did you determine the number, and how did you determine when to stop? Uh, well, the number is what I got when I was praying, and a lot of times when you do deliverance, uh, 
you could you could ask the demon its name, and then you could ask them how many are there. Now, you don't. I usually don't go off that number right off the bat. Um, I usually will will ask it a couple times and just see if it's going to keep saying the same number, and and, and by that we're just going to make that judgment off of that. But I'm the, the thing that you're going to really know that the thing it actually left is if they stop manifesting. Okay. And that's really your gauge. It, you know, a lot of times, like, people don't like demons to manifest because of what it looks like. It's chaotic. It can be chaotic at times. And the person's going, well, it's going to humiliate the person. It's like, well, don't you want to make sure that the demons are going to be gone? I mean, I want to make sure that, that the demons are gone rather than the concern of the humiliation of the person because this demon that stays in their life is going to humiliate them for the rest of their life in, in the wounds that they're going to have. So, um, so the thing is, is that, uh, you, you, I you could determine it that way or word of knowledge. A lot of times the Lord will give you things, but sometimes you're not going to always hear accurately from the Lord. Uh, not, not on his end, it's on our end. You know, and just to kind of take that a step further in, uh, some experience I've had in this area. And when, when you try to ask, um, you know, why are you here or how many are in there? They tend to lie a lot. So it's hard sometimes to get an accurate answer, even going off of that. And, uh, so that, and I'm sure you've dealt with that as well. But on another part of it too is, is that when you say they stop manifesting, now is there a case where in, instead of them actually going where they've just decided to hide instead? As, as, and they're still they in there. They can do that, but usually when you've got the name and and you you, you 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 be persistent on it, it's hard to keep them from hiding. Okay. I mean, they can, but when you are directly calling them out, I get it's it all it's against their will. But it's like when you're when you're making them come up, they're not coming up because they want to. They're coming up because something is pushing them up. Like if you if you have a demon that's manifested in a person, if you just stop for about five minutes, they'll start feeling the demon going back down mm. from their throat back into their chest. It'll start sinking down in there because the higher they get, it's like the, the more they get up in those areas, the more you tell them what to do, the more that demon loses strength to where it will be more uh, pliable for you to for the demon to even start speaking truth. In the beginning, the demon will really start to lie because it's it's pretty strong. But demons can wear down. That's why you break them down. Okay. It, the the longer it goes on, the, you're going to get tired. But so will the demon. They're not super. They're not like superhuman or anything. Um, and and uh, it's it's like a, I always reckon it to the interrogation of a cop with a with a criminal. They will have they'll interrogate them, and the criminal in the beginning will just resist and you know just put them a lot of put them on a lot of uh, roads and, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, false, you know, just run them into uh, roadblocks and lie. But after a while, they'll begin to break down, and so will a demon. But there's sometimes you have a demon that's really strong, and they're not always going to, it'll It'll be difficult. I mean, it, it just all depends. Some are really pliable. Some are really easy to remove. Some are going to be more tough. Right. Not all, all of them are the same. Which was going to actually where my next question was, is that different uh, levels or rankings of demons, as, as they were, uh, will put up different levels of fight, which is, uh, and can you speak to that for a couple seconds? Yeah. Uh, there is usually what they would always call a strong man, like a leader of a pack. And, and demons will work in clusters in, in parts of your soul. And uh, in, in, in those clusters, you usually have a head guy. 
he's the head guy and he's the one that kind of keeps the order in there or it'll just be really chaotic and, and trying to keep the mission going. And he's usually the stronger one. He's the hardest one to get out. Um, but there are ranks in the, in, in, diff, in, in those, in, the, in those little clusters. So. Yeah. Listeners, uh, just a fascinating discussion today. Cause these are just some of the basic questions where, you know, we will hear, various different answers from different people. And what we have to do is we have to be very vigilant with a lot of this stuff. And we have to, uh, as we always say on the show, be like the Bereans. You search the scripture daily to make sure this is the truth. And if I guarantee you seek it, you will find it because it is in there because I've researched it and our guests have too. So there is something here. Just, uh, don't just encouraging you to get on this and start looking into it. All right. So uh, when we come back, uh, we are going to have uh, some more on this topic, and uh, Steve is going to share a little more uh, information. And um, Steve again is a healing and deliverance minister, Oceanside, California area. And uh, we are up against our second break of the program, so we will chat with him more on the flip side. Don't nobody go nowhere. Hello, listeners. Million here. Right now, Dominion Fire is working on several creative projects, including this radio program and our new music project called Acoustic Fire. In addition, our ministry not only serves the prayer and healing needs of the Las Vegas area, but we are also working closely with churches in East Pakistan and Christian orphanages in South India. This ministry is committed to bringing divine healing, the presence and love of God, and the message of dominion, power, and authority to all corners of the earth. If this program and our guests have blessed you or encouraged you, then we ask you to consider financially supporting this ministry as a monthly partner. For more information, please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter, lowercase with no spaces, and read more about what we do, including our plans and intentions. There are a variety of monthly options to bless this work so that we can in turn bless many, many others. Thank you for considering us and for helping to bring healing to a world that's eagerly waiting. Again, that's www.dominionfire.com. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Listeners, this is the third segment, otherwise known as My Heart is Heavy, because we got to end real soon. But we still have some time yet with our guest. And uh, in this last segment, what I usually ask our guests to do uh, before they depart from us is to share something that's on their heart, to talk about um, some sort of lesson or uh, just something that's on their mind that they feel uh, you guys need to know about or something that ties into our, to our topic today and with our subject of deliverance. A lot of questions uh, thus far have been answered, and we have many more to go. And, and one of the big questions is, why are these demons even here in the first place? So, um, Steve, what can you share with us about that topic? The reason why demons are there is that they want, they want you they, – they're there for destruction. Obviously, that's their entire purpose. But the way that they destroy is that it comes through the way that you think. They're there to influence you. They're there to get you to believe the way they want you to. The way they, when you begin to believe in that way, which is what will usually be contrary to scripture, scripture contrary to the Lord teaches. Uh, that's when they have the power. That's when you start going down that precipitous slope of destruction. They get you to they get you to start believing those things. They want you to believe that you have a problem. They want you to believe that you are um, 
that you, you don't have any power as a, as a child of God, that, that uh, you, you know, you have all these issues. And, and, and so the more you come into agreement with that, the more they can, they can exact their, uh, their destruction upon your life. So as deliverance, uh, as, as in when we do deliverance, we, um, we're there to, to remove the influence, which is the demons, and then we're not just about removing the demons. We want to repair the damage that they did, and we want to get the person in the right mindset of thinking. Everything comes back to the renewing of the mind. Knowing who Christ is, having the, 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 the right mindset, because demons are there to distort your image of God, because the more your image of God gets distorted, the more you get into bondage. And then they want to distort your, your identity in Christ. Same thing happens. So they're there to, to completely eradicate all avenues of being able to get free. Because if, if, if you start believing lies and right, wrong mindsets, you'll just be in this uh, whirlpool and you'll never be able to get out. So we're there to remove the influence and then to speak into the person's heart. So I will spend hours, we'll spend a lot of time beginning to heal uh, the person, clear up a lot of their thinking, and get them to, on the right path, because we want to see them be free of all this stuff. It doesn't matter what it, why the demons are there. I mean, I don't care what sins or whatever. It doesn't matter. We want to see them free so they can go out and do the stuff do and, and set people free. That's what this is all about. Yeah, it's uh, it's just one of those things where um, it's very easy to get discouraged sometimes. It's very easy to have setbacks. Um, you know, we, we deal with them once in a while here in our ministry on many levels. And, uh, you know, you just keep going and you keep going after these truths and after these uh and after these situations, and it's, uh, you know, it, it's like we're saying here on the show, you will find the truth if you go after it. So uh, this is this is heavy stuff that, that people deal with, and these are, you know, these are reality checks that we have to take a look at. So, uh, Steve, it has been absolutely awesome talking with you today. We could have done 10 segments on this because, you know, millions of questions, and, and we're definitely going to have you back for a more in-depth study on this. Um, if people would like to know more about you or uh, – find you on, uh, let's say, the web or Facebook, social media. Do you have any contact info you can share with us? Yeah, Facebook. Uh, that would be the best way to do it. Uh, just look me up as in uh, Steve Peace Harmon, S-T-E-V-E, Peace, P-E-A-C-E, and Harmon, H-A-R-M-O-N. You can look me up on there. And uh, I'm usually writing, uh, especially I've been writing about uh, deliverance the past few weeks and just trying to blow some misconceptions about it out of the water, things like that. Trying to get people to do the same thing so they can find out and do this themselves. This is not, this is not for certain people. Everybody can be doing this. Um, and we can learn from each other. The more, we, the more everyone does it, the more we're going to figure out how to do this better. And uh, also right about this time with our guests as we're finishing up the segment here, I asked if the guests would please uh, pray for our audience, if there's any uh, word of knowledge, prophetic word, anything you pick up on. Let it rip, and uh, would you please pray to end the show for us? Okay. So right now, I'm just going to pray just a general prayer of deliverance. And you may feel something when I pray this. You might feel uh, some of those manifestations that I may be saying. Uh, and if those come up, don't get super scared. Just, hey, figure out, hey, if something's there, and if something's there, I want to get rid of it. And if I get rid of it, you're going to feel a lot better. 
you know. So I just want to pray some of these things and, and, and command them to go, okay? So right now, Jesus, I just release your glory, and I just release your presence over this, over these radio waves right now, and I just break off right now. Depression, I command you to come up, and I command you to leave. Get off of them right now. I just command hopelessness. You go too. I command every bit, get off right now. Leave in Jesus' name. I just break anger right now. Anger, I command you come up and get out in Jesus' name. I just command fear, spirit of fear, fear of failure, fear of man, fear of demons. You come up, you get out right now. I command you to go. Infirmity, I command you to leave right now. Infirmity in the body right now, on the neck, on the back, in the stomach right now. I command you to get out right now in Jesus' name. Off of the joints, knees, elbows, wrists, hands, come out right now. Trauma, I command you to go right now. Trauma in the body, leave right now. Witchcraft, I break you off and I command you to come out right now. Death, I command you to go. Come up and get out right now in Jesus' name. I break you off right now. You go. Get out right now in Jesus' name. Father, right now, I just release your glory. Right now, I release your presence, Father, to fill up those areas, God, where they need the demonic could occupy, Lord. And I just release your manifest presence, Lord, on them, Lord, that they feel your glory. You feel your presence, Lord, just to come upon them, Lord, right now, in Jesus' name. More, God. More. More, Father. Right now, in Jesus' name. More, God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen, listeners, and that is uh, if uh, by any chance anyone that prays for you uh, on this program and you get a result and you get a testimony, please share that with us by emailing us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com, and you can also find us on the web at www.dominionfire.com, facebook.com slash dominionfire, twitter.com slash dominionfire, and my personal twitter is twitter.com slash healingminister, and feel free on any of those places to... Uh, reach out to us and send your testimony or your questions or anything further you would like to know on the subject, and we will make sure that we answer them, and we will pass it on to the guests that you are trying to reach. So uh, definitely keep us in contact, and definitely please spread the word about the uh, work we're doing here, which is the Heal the Sick podcast, where we are just talking about these amazing topics with just uh, just awesome men and women of God who have so much to share. And as we're in these, uh, in these programs and we're in a time where there, there's – a unity that is starting to form and people are starting to bring a lot of stuff to the table and just things are happening uh, in, in this faith. And it's just amazing to be part of it and, and to, to document it in a way. So we, uh, we thank you for being a part of that. And uh, we invite you to check out all of our archives, not only on the website, but if you're on iTunes, you can find it there as well. And uh, if you would like to suggest a future guest for the program, please feel free to do that as well. Again, dominionfirechurch at gmail.com. Listeners, thank you for your time. Thank you for checking us out here on the program. We'll see you next time. And as we always say here on the program, boom, goes Yeshua. See you next time. Thank you.